All right, all right, all right. Welcome into a special lunchtime edition, a special Halloween edition of Toilets to Titles. This is episode number 202. It is week nine of the NFL season, and it is getting awfully spooky in here. I am joined by Ghostface himself, my co-host, my right-hand man, Mr. Justin Stevens, at JustinFF underscore on the Twitter. Justin, how we doing? Hey, welcome back, Title Tribe. Appreciate you tuning in for the special Halloween edition. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to keep up with this costume because I can't breathe and I can't see my show notes. But uh, but this was just for you guys. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah, man. And uh, I am Bankman, as you can see from the Ghostbusters and uh, the Hounds of Hell are upstairs right now howling. So usually lunchtime is UPS or USPS or Amazon time. And and that is, that is when the uh, the animals are barking. George, man. There is only one spot available. See George in the comments. So if you're listening at home, you might be confused. So follow us on the YouTube, Toilets Titles, watch our live streams. George, there's only one more spot available in this Devon A chain mini helmet Raz. 10 bucks. 13. Once we get it filled, we can we can uh go ahead and start the uh the raffle online. I have the list, but uh I'll give you I'll give you an option to be that guy. Robert's in here. Nice to see you, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I do want to let you know, go to toiletsthetitles.com. Right now, we have our weekly start sits. We got some player rankings. We're also doing NFL draft player profiles. And we just finished our third NFL draft mock draft with special guest Oliver Hodgkinson. All right, so you're going to want to check that out, especially if your team is out of contention. There's a bunch of teams. It's the trade deadline. You know who's out of contention. You know who's in contention based upon uh, who's interested, who's buying, and who is selling. You also want to get in the Gilded Chat. We have over 200 people in there. We're talking NFL, fantasy, gambling, college football, all that 24-7. It's a great community. All right, everybody's super helpful. We're doing giveaways. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. We just did our spooky squares. I think we're like $5 a square. Bunch of winners. We're going to be doing some squares for Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll do squares for the noon game and the nighttime game. All right, I might, maybe I'm pushing it. But we'll see. I do. I do like to push the envelope. But Justin, how'd you do this week? And uh, let's discuss some injuries that came out of Sunday's games. So in the major leagues, uh, in all of my main leagues, I, I did really well. I think I won pretty much all the leagues that I stay focused on uh, most of the time. But last night was especially fun for me because it was in our Champions League for my home league, and it came down to me having three players and him having Amon Ra. And we came right down to the Detroit Lions defense. Getting all those sacks in the fourth quarter was just enough to get me the victory. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited. Man, Emmett had a tough loss last night. He lost to a buddy by about two points due to Josh Jacobs. And I lost my first Frankenstein matchup, man. That was tough because Devontae Adams did nothing. Uh, that You know, it's it happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. I don't think anyone's ever won and gone undefeated, but hopefully – my roster can withstand a loss. You know, the full moon has ended. My yep. reign isn't over. There will be another full moon. There will be hey, multiple full moons before the season. Uh, Bobby Trauma tunes in all the time on Sunday mornings for the title tribe. He's got to get back to work. So I want to throw this out there real quick. Hopefully he hasn't left yet, but he wants to know if he should drop Christian Watson for either Romeo Dubs, um, JSN, or McBride. I said McBride in the comments. Because oh, okay. especially with Hawkinson having to deal with Kirk Cousins being gone, I think that gives McBride an opportunity to jump to a higher tier. We might see Hawkinson fall 
And I, I, I like what I like what McBride is doing. You know, coming out of Colorado, super talented. I was higher on him early in the season. I was a little bit disappointed. I had him on a bunch of rosters. And last week I actually said to sit him because they played against the Baltimore Ravens, and I think they let up like the third fewest points to tight ends on the season. All that going against him, yeah, balled out. So I, I like McBride. All right, I like it. All right, hey, I'm gonna send you. Actually, I could probably let's see. I might send you because George said he's in. All right, for this Devon A chain mini helmet. All right, because I know today we have we have to do a leprechaun card. Correct. I love it. So yes, we is do. That, is that the only other time we're spinning the wheel today? Yeah, we don't have any giveaways for today that I'm aware of. All but right, so just I, I don't uh, know. You're like Santa Claus this time of year. I don't, you might have giveaways. I don't know. So I'm going to send you the list, the doc of the players that the people that are uh, on this Devon A chain mini helmet. All okay. right, we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll do the RAS, man. We'll we'll do it uh, now that George Reed is paid. Uh, can we can we do the Leprechaun first because we already have that one up? Yeah, let's do the lep- not yet though. Let's talk right. injuries first. Let's yeah. make them Rick Beachy. All right, we'll do the Leprechaun after we talk injuries. Then we'll do uh, streams, dudes and duds, and then we'll do the Devon Adrian. So while you're talking injuries, I'm going to message everybody in Gilded that we will be doing that Raz during the show. So go ahead, my guy. Roger that. All right, so the big key injuries uh, for this week, obviously we've already kind of touched on it with Kirk Cousins, season-ending Achilles. Right now, Jaron Hall is the guy, but I can't believe that he's going to be the answer if they intend to still try to win that division. It's a, it's not a super tough division, but at this point with the Lions winning again last night, it is already starting to get a little bit out of reach. We can easily see them tanking and hanging on to Jaron Hall. Trade deadline is really soon, uh, so who knows what's going to happen. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Matt Stafford, possible UCL tear in his throwing thumb. Uh, This doesn't sound like it's too severe, but it is in his throwing hand. He's not been ruled out quite yet for week nine, but stay tuned for that one. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, left knee sprain, went ahead and continued to play the rest of the second half on it. Didn't didn't seem to miss a beat. I'm not too concerned about that one. Um, The human predator, Deshaun Watson, still likely out uh, week 10 and 11 with a shoulder injury and the shoulder injury, the name of it. I I couldn't pronounce it or spell it, um, but it is a bad shoulder injury. He came back a little too soon against the Colts. Um, so he, uh, he aggravated that even further. So he's going to be out most likely until at least week 10 or, or 11. Kyler Murray could return as soon as this week. I think they were intending on it being next week, but with, uh, with the Kirk cousins injury and, and with all the different trade talks and the trade rumors, who knows, um, Dobbs, Dobbs might end up in Minnesota. Dobbs might end up somewhere else. Um, they are adamantly saying that they're not moving Kyler before the trade deadline. Uh, but they haven't said anything about Dobbs yet. So, again, we'll have to wait and see. But if Dobbs gets uh, moved, I got to believe Kyler comes back this week. He has uh, practiced in full for the uh, for more than over the last week uh, Kyler has. So he is ready to come back. It's just a matter of getting back into gameplay shape. Uh, Jonathan Taylor appeared to struggle in the second half with an apparent ankle injury. He still played, but he was struggling. Drake London, a groin strain. Not sure if it's a uh, what grade the strain is just yet, uh, but if it's a grade one, you'll likely only miss a week if that. Uh, Kendrick Bourne ACL season ending. He's he's done for the year, guys. Unfortunately, uh, having a good season by Kendrick Bourne standards too. So we hate to see that one. Curtis Samuel turf toe. No updates just yet. Um, 
but uh, but he yeah, he did not play very much, if at all, this past game. Um, so uh, so definitely monitor that. Turf toe can be a, a season long lingering issue uh, for many players, especially wide receivers making cuts on that turf toe. Debo Samuel likely still out through at least week ten with a hairline fracture, um, and then Darren Waller another hamstring injury. Um, uh, just what do we do with this guy, man? Darren Waller's a lot of people had higher expectations of him. Some people lowered him just because he was with the giants. Now, now he's suffering hamstring after hamstring injury. Like I feel bad for the guy, but at some point where we just got to move on. Yeah. And that, that's another reason to go ahead and pick up a guy like Trey McBride. Cause you might be the person who's rostered Darren Waller. It was a big week, big few weeks for young tight ends, Dalton Kincaid, McBride, Michael Mayer. These guys are taking steps and you know, we've kind of been jaded to not, feel comfortable starting young tight ends in fantasy football early on. And I think they've kind of swapped. They, they've kind of worked through that, the, these young players, and they've proved to, I think, the fantasy football community that they, they are worth starting. So now with the Debo Samuel injury, I'm okay with it. Like, I think the 49ers, they need to figure out more ways to get Brandon Ayuk touches. I've been beating that drum all season long. He is an absolute alpha. There, he he deserves twelve targets a game. Figure it out. Find a way. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Find a way to give Brandon Ayuk twelve targets a game. But if Samuel Samuel's out till at least week ten, there's going to be some guys coming back around the start of the fantasy football playoffs with, with Debo, with J- uh, James Connor. I was going to call him John Connor. Shout out to the Terminator. Uh, Devon A. Chain, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Like th- there's players that are coming, and of them. Debo Samuel is probably the one I'm least interested in. Yeah, yeah, you were already down on him before the season started because of Brandon Ayuk, so you're you're staying on brand. Yeah, but also like Debo is a good player, but when they brought Christian McCaffrey into town, he fills not only the running back position, he fills the gadget position as well, which takes touches away from Debo. Ayuk's a better wide receiver, which takes targets away from Debo. So Debo is a good football player. But they also have two very good football players who do what he does and do each of the things that he does. Like what made him special was he did two things very good. Ayuk does this great. McCaffrey does this great. So you don't need very good when you got great. You yep. know what I mean? Makes sense. All right. Uh, let's. You want to do want to do the uh, the leprechaun now, or do we want to go through games of the week? What do you think? You know, I really like Rick Beachy. He's a good guy. I don't think we should make him wait much longer. All right, so Rick Beachy, shout out to the Frankenstein crew on Halloween, year four. Let's pull it up. Now, if it were Uncle Steve, we'd probably hold off. Yeah. (laughs) Uncle Steve's a a winner. (laughs) We're going to shuffle three times. All right, here we go. What does the Leprechaun have in store for Rick Beachy and or his opponent this week? Oh, no. You must what? do the wheel two more times. Oh boy! And accept the fate of both. So this is the second time this season this has happened. So oh, loving it. All right. So we're gonna Rick's here, this. man. Rick's in the Rick's in the the. So we we knew like we're doing it at a different time this week. So I was a little yeah. concerned, but you know I got young kids and Justin loves handing out candy to young kids. So so we we felt we had to do it at noon. So I, I'm very happy with what we have in attendance. But Rick, you got to spin it twice, man. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, this could be two good ones for you, two bad ones for you, a split. This is uh this is fun stuff here. 
Here we go. If you win, Rick Beachy, you get credit for a loss in the standings, but you still get to steal a player for your uh, from your <laughs> what? We make this happen by editing your score just enough to force you to lose in the standings after the week is done. But you still get you still get credit as far as the vampire goes to be able to steal a player from your opponent if you win. You just don't get Man. credit for the win. You're going to lose points just enough to get a loss no matter what you put in there. So that's something to consider when you're setting your lineup. As long as it's a legal lineup, you still have to set a legal lineup. But now you got to consider the fact that you're losing either way. So it's just strategy. So uh, so Rick Man, loses. My head hurts thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to find out what the other thing is. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, we can now, spread this out and make them wait. Like we could do the second spin. <laughs> Oh, well, I, had already yeah, I, I was, I was, I was messing, I was messing with them. <laughs> All right. Your opponent must start their optimal. Uh... This part really did not help you at all, Rick. Um, they have to start their optimal lineup. So now they still have to set a legal lineup. If they don't, then they get zero points. And because of that, that rule is going to trump anything and you'll get the win. But if, as long as they set a legal lineup, we'll have to force the, uh, uh, we have to force their optimal lineup into their starting lineup after the week's done. And then they're going to get credit for the win either way. So yeah, not a good card for you, Rick. Sorry, buddy, <laughs> man. That, and that's the second time we've gotten that. Yeah. With the optimal lineup for you. We got that last week with Nick Garner. Yep. Yep. And he, he had a good shot still at a, a beating tone, but Michael Myers prevails. So that yeah. Michael Myers went like what we need to do is we need to get a blown up version of the Michael Myers cards. And we need to send it to somebody who in this case is Tone, who yeah. is Michael Myers. Give him the if you if you're maybe next year, if you play Michael Myers throughout October, he doesn't die. We'll we'll send you, you know, you ever seen those blown up cards, like the bigger versions of them? I think oh yes. you've seen those before. I think yeah. that'd be a, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, I, I, I sent you some uh, old school ones from back in the day. I yeah. sent you some some uh, pictures of some I found once. Yeah, let's 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 do that next season. We'll work that in if we can find a way to get those. Yep, the giving it's back. All right, so if we if we can find a way to get some of those out this season, I, I think you've earned it. All right, games of the week, recap in week eight. I currently have a hundred and seven point. Yeah, just like that. Bingo. I, I want I want a Michael Myers one that, then I want to send it to Tone because he yeah. he's the first person ever to play Michael Myers and have him last throughout. The month of October, which is pretty damn cool. All right, you're we're kind of catching up. I'm only 13 points behind you, which I don't want to be close to you. I want to be far away from you, and I'm getting closer because I picked the Rams at the Cowboys, which I thought with Puka and Cooper Cup, I thought that this was going to be a, a game with a lot of fireworks, and I thought Brandon Cooks was going to have a big day. He only had 40 receiving yards, but he had a touchdown. Ceedee Lamb had a monster day. Dak had a monster day. The defense, special teams, Brandon Aubrey, but on the other side, the Rams did not. Cowboys won 20 to 43. So that 23 points differential has me now within 13 points of you. Yep. Yep. And uh, I requested access for that doc, by the way. But oh, uh, cool. Uh, but I'm excited uh, that, that I gained a little bit. I, I'm not really playing the game very smart uh, this week, though, to be honest with you. I feel like my game of the week is one of those where uh, both teams could score a ton of points and one of them still get blown out by 20. <laughs> right. I, ju I just I just went ahead and pro approved you. So 
anybody watching at home who has bought into the Devon A chain mini helmet giveaway, we're going to do this thing soon. All right. So I got Cowboys at Eagles. So I'm going to be at Universal Studios. I'm heading out of town Saturday, so I won't be on next week's show. Um, but I'm going to be like, I'm going to have to sit down and go to a restaurant during that game because that game is, the Eagles are good, man. And, and the Cowboys, I've, I've been impressed with how the Cowboys have bounced back since their loss to San Francisco. I was, I was pretty devastated after that. But to beat the Chargers on the road, who I think the Chargers are a good team in tough circumstances after getting their brakes beat off of them by the Niners. And then coming off a bye, playing a Rams team has got a good defensive line, a lot of weapons. So the Cowboys are good, but I think the Eagles are great. So how and, – and, and, you know, I, I had this conversation with uh, Kyle in the Gilded Chat earlier, and he's like, you know, the Eagles have, ha- haven't really played well against teams they should be beating. And I said, the Eagles have a great roster. And they don't have to be playing great yet because if they click down the stretch, that's a problem because their roster is so loaded. So are they going to click this week? I don't know, but I know they have the roster that if they do, it's problems because it's not, it's not about winning the regular season. It's about hitting stride when you get into the playoffs. And we see that happen every year and that carries a team towards a championship. So I'm nervous about this one. I, I want in, in Philadelphia, I want to see how Dak, because Dax looked great. How does he look against the Eagles? Their secondary isn't great. We can throw the ball on them. But just because we can throw the ball on them, I don't know if we are going to, because I don't know if, if, if we're scared of the boogeyman. Because we played the 49ers, and we've seen people play well against the 49ers, and we didn't. So are the Cowboys, are, are they going to have you know monsters in their closet that are going to keep them from performing, or are they going to be able to show up? Yeah, and I mean, worst case scenario, you're going to be in the happiest place on earth, so who cares, right? Yeah. True. <laughs> so, um, uh, let's see. I, I went. Okay. Th- there's a lot of really good games this week. Let's let's be honest. Like, especially in the uh, well between the the Cowboys and Eagles, you got Buffalo and Cincinnati with the the rematch there with the the whole uh, Demar storyline, and then the fact that you know they're two teams that are really trying to find their way right now. Um, and then um, there's a bunch of crap at one o'clock, but at least it's seven games of crap. So we're going to have plenty to choose from. <laughs> but uh, I went with the 930 game in Germany, Frankfurt, Germany, and Miami at Kansas City. So, again, two um, uh, high powered offenses that could score a lot of points against each other and still one of them potentially get blown out by 20 or it could come down to a field goal at the end of the game. I don't know. But either way, I love these overseas games. I love having football at 930 in the morning. Um and uh, and just being able to watch it all day long. So I'm excited. This one's going to be on the NFL Network for those of you that uh, that need to know that because oh. and back from his sickness, hopefully uh, by Sunday morning. And um, you know, Tua. And then you got Tyreek. You know, not technically going back to Kansas City, but it is a Kansas City home game in Germany. But he gets to play against his old team, so it should be a fun, uh, a fun game to watch. All right, we got a comment in here, Dylan Fink. Uh, considering my team in redraft, full PPR. So here's his roster: he's got Stroud and Fields, Christian McCaffrey, Jerome Ford, Roshan Johnson, Emery DiMarcado, Singletary, Khalil Herbert, who, who should be coming back. He's got Diggs, Ayuk, Waddle, Flowers, Goddard. Waddle had a big week. I like Ayuk. So he wants to know, would you give up digs for Pacheco and Garrett Wilson? So if he got Pacheco, now he'd have McCaffrey, Ford, Pacheco, Roshan. And he did note that he's got a nice playoff schedule, Isaiah Pacheco. 
I don't know. No, I think I Diggs think so. is a consistent. I want like he's a consistent boom player, and on a weekly basis, you're you're not going to know what you're getting from Wilson or or Pacheco, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think uh, I think I'm going to keep Diggs in this group because if you don't have Diggs, then now you're you're, I think you're more hurting at wide receiver than you currently are at at running back. Right. All right, Justin, why don't we give a little shout out to our sponsors, Rival Fantasy? All right, yeah, Rival Fantasy. That's uh, joinrival.com slash title tribe. Uh, Rival Fantasy is the newest evolution in fantasy sports betting. We uh, we have several different I, – I say we like I'm a part of Rival at this point, but Rival has several different ways of gambling online for your fantasy teams, your season-long fantasy teams, those those ones that you have on all those other platforms. If you can move them over to Rival, then you can actually bet – against each other if john and i are if coach and i are playing each other in our uh, rival season long uh league we can bet against each other you know i can just drop ten dollars and say hey i'm gonna beat you this week <coughs> so you can't do that on other platforms uh, but uh, but there's a lot of different ways bingo cards all that sort of stuff but anyway your first two hundred dollars that you deposit will be matched with an additional twenty five dollars just for joining that through our link joinrival.com slash title tribe um, and uh, and make sure you friend us on there once you get logged in. Excellent. All right. I want to discuss some, some buys. We have some teams on buys uh, the Denver Broncos who beat the Kansas city chiefs last week. All right. Russell Wilson, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, uh, Jalil McLaughlin. So, you know, those guys, you're not gonna be able to play Detroit lions, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, who looked great. Jacksonville Jaguars, Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. But if, if you're rostering a player on the San Francisco 49ers like Kittle, Ayuk, you're probably grateful they have a bye because they could use a week to get fresh and then come back and, and help your roster. So, all right, Justin, I know you're filling up this Devon A-Chain mini helmet, Raz. Uh, we think we're ready for that bad boy. I am ready. Let's do it, man. So let's, let's, uh, here we go. Let's, let me show it off. All right. So Miami Dolphins, it is a COA and it is Devon A chain. All right. Next, we might do, uh, next one this is Garrett Wilson. So this one might be coming down the pipe. I don't know. We also got an Aiden Hutchinson signed rookie card with some, uh, player so game worn jersey on there player worn jersey rather that that's probably the next one we're going to do so i'm going to set that one up next but let, let's let this one ride all right well i tell you what my son's an aiden hutchison fan so sign me up for that one coach hell yeah it's going to be uh, i believe five bucks a spot and i think it's it's going to be 16 spots if i'm not mistaken but i'll but i'll put i'll post it in the gilded chat nice right on all right so shuffle it three times shuffle it Here we go. Oh, it passed George up. Christian, who just bought in today. I'm gonna I'm gonna just shoot him a little. Justin, you can get started on the streaming life, my guy. I'm gonna let Christian know that he won the Devon A chain mini helmet. Roger that. All right. So the streaming life, these are these are players that we are streaming for one week or maybe even potentially for long term, but um, but at least for the for the very minimum, we're gonna stream for a week. I want to stream um, quarterback, 
Will Levis for at least this week. If I've got some bye week issues going on, there were a lot of quarterback injuries this week, a lot of question marks around the league. If I need a streaming quarterback, I'm going to stream Will Levis because it's finally time. Our boy Nino got me hooked on the thought of Will Levis this this uh, offseason coming to Indy. I was heartbroken when uh, when they took Anthony Richardson instead of trading back to get Levis. And uh, now I feel like the heartbreaking from Levis has only just begun as a Colts fan because he's with our division rivals and he came out looking like a dude. It only took him two quarters to match the number of touchdown passes at Tannehill took six games to get with the Tennessee Titans. It looked like a totally different team. He is a pure pocket passer that isn't afraid to take the ball, uh, to take the deep shots with the ball down the down the field. He can be mobile if he's needed to be mobile, but it's a last resort for him. He doesn't like to be mobile because he's a smart player. He's like, this guy is a super smart player. I get he has moments of being kind of douchey, but <laughs> when it comes to football knowledge, the guy knows football. Um, if you have been uh, streaming quarterbacks all season, this may be your opportunity to stop streaming just by getting him this week because he has an unfavorable matchup for the next few weeks against Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, and Jacksonville. But I think there's real potential that he could do pretty decent against those three teams. And then he's finishing your regular, your fantasy football regular season strongly with Carolina, Indianapolis, and Miami uh, defenses. So <clears throat> I kind of like the thought of streaming him for this week with the thought that you might have your rest of the season season quarterback my tight end streamer this week the credit goes to george i stole his tight end again because again he was thinking the same lines that i was so i just used his write-up from the waiver wire doc that you can get by joining our patreon patreon.com slash toilets of titles if you sign up for the tier three level which is a five dollar level or higher you get our weekly waiver wire and um, doc content we a video a pdf we send it all to you every week uh, monday night after the monday night football game um, but this week's stream of the week for tight end is trey mcbride uh, mcbride <coughs> took hold of the starting job uh, with uh, with that zach Ertz on injured reserve last week and he blew up he caught 10 balls for 95 yards and a touchdown his 14 targets were good for a whopping 40 percent target share he ran a route on 88 percent of the team's passing plays regardless of who's under center for week nine the check downs will continue to flow bolstering mcbride's fantasy value for another week super proud of you george for using bolster bolstering properly as well um blake group is my kick of the, my kick pick of the week um blake group is uh um uh, the uh, new orleans saints kicker i really like the situation you're, you're a group groupie that's right i'm <laughs> I, I like that I like, and yeah. the first time that i spelled this last night i spelled it wrong and i spelled it like groupie and i had to it's a good thing i double checked you're uh, baby I really like the situation for group the next two weeks in a row. He faces Chicago in week nine and Minnesota in week 10. Chicago gives up the 10th most uh, points to kickers and without fields to move the ball. He, he looks to have an even bigger week in week nine than we originally anticipated. Um, and, uh, and the reason that's important, like fields not being there and not able to move the ball means that the saints get better field position which is why the the opposing team's kickers are able to score more points right now against uh, those defenses. So when I say stuff like this, it's, it's always like it's a domino effect when it comes to kickers. You have to take so much into consideration. Um, but then, uh, then I'm sure the field position will fall in favor of the Saints when they face the quarterbackless uh, Vikings in Week 10 as well. And, yes, I'm coining that as an actual word, quarterbackless. 
Um, so we don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be, but it's obviously not going to be Cousins or anything close to Cousins, and there's a good chance that they might start the tank. So um, you, you might want to start starting every kicker you can against the Vikings moving forward. And my last stream of the week is the team defense, the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals face the Browns in uh, week nine, then the Falcons, Texans, Rams, and the Steelers, all before their week 14 bye. With a banged-up thumb on Stafford's throwing hand of all those teams, the Texans are actually the only formidable opponent for fantasy purposes in that stretch that that I'm actually anywhere remotely concerned about uh, with the Cardinals' defense facing them. If you've been streaming defenses all season, pick up the Cardinals and ride the wave for the rest of your regular season. And that's all I got for the streamers, Coach. Hey, did I say Aiden Hutchinson before, or did I say Sam Laporta? For the uh, for the card, you said Aiden Hutchinson. I meant Sam Laporta. It's a Sam ah. Laporta rookie card with uh, a piece of player worn, two pieces of player worn jersey. So I'm actually setting up the doc for that now. So I'm going to start filling that bad boy very soon. But all right, let's get into dudes and duds. Nobody's here to watch me fill up a doc for giveaways, even though we love the giveaways. And if you want to support the team, patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. Support the team. We can keep buying some sweet merch and we can keep giving back to the tribe. We also have, I guess I have to mention this. I haven't mentioned it yet. Starting next week, the Yeti cooler giveaway starts. It's like a $325 Yeti cooler. And the way you can enter this giveaway, you need to watch each of the next, each of the next four episodes, but we're going to release a three word phrase, one word next week, which I won't be here, but Justin, Justin knows the word. So he's going to announce it during the show. The week after another word, the week after that, another word. All right. You have to like and comment on each of those episodes. And then after you've seen the three word phrase, you need to email us toilets or rather heard the three word phrase. You have to email us toilets, the titles at gmail.com. Give us the, the three word phrase, some proof that you liked and commented on the episodes. You will be entered. Now, if you are a Patreon member, you get an additional entry once you've entered for each tier. So if you've entered once in your tier one, now you have two entries. If you've entered once in your tier two, now you have three entries. So the Patreon, being a part of Patreon, we have 50 members in there, helps you out. It's going to give you a better opportunity to – Justin, I know, is eating some uh, Reese's Pieces over there. That's <laughs> no, it's candy, man. It's Halloween. Um, so, yeah, no, so, yeah. so so go ahead. Get in the Yeti Cooler giveaway. Join the Patreon team, patreon.com, backslash to the titles. All right. Dudes and duds for week nine. I cannot believe we're already here, man. Before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving and playoff team teams are going to start to be making the playoffs. Fantasy football playoffs are going to start. So it is crunch time trying to help you out. Patrick Mahomes versus the Miami Dolphins. I don't usually allow myself to put a player like Patrick Mahomes in my dudes and duds kind of feel like it's cheating, but after last week's performance, I'm okay with it. After the way his receiving core has been playing, I'm okay with it. He'll be in the comfort of Arrowhead stadium. He'll be home. He'll be over whatever sickness illed him against Denver and he'll be forced to air it out to keep up with Miami. So, so George, you're eligible. If you're any Patreon member, even to, toilets, the titles or not. So I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now I'm doing two things. I see comments in here. If you're a Patreon member, you're eligible for the giveaway baby. Cause you don't know the phrase. So it wouldn't be cheating because only Justin and I know the phrase. So Justin's not eligible. And I myself am not eligible. Everybody else is. But uh, again, Patrick Mahomes is a dude. He'll have to try to keep up with Miami. Expect him to air it out. Lamar Jackson versus Seattle. So much like Mahomes, Jackson is coming off a rather quiet game. 
he didn't really play up to his level of production, but this week him and the Ravens will face the Seahawks in their defense that has allowed the second most points to opposing quarterbacks this season. They just traded for Leonard Williams. So they're going to get some, some rush. Well, yeah, they're going to get some rush in on Lamar Jackson, which might flush him out of the pocket, which he might get some, some extra yards on the ground because he's running a little bit more due to that pass rush. Jonathan Taylor at the Carolina Panthers. Don't look now, but JT has gotten better and better since returning to the Colts. Last week, he ran for 95 yards, averaging 7.9 yards per carry. This week, he's facing a Panthers defense that has allowed the third most points to running backs this season. Alvin Kamara at the Chicago Bears. Kamara has been on fire as of late, and he'll be up against the Chicago Bears defense that is allowing an average of 34.7 points per game to opposing running backs. If you're facing Kamara, I feel bad for you. And yes, the Bears just traded for Montez Sweat. He's an edge defender. All right, I'm, I'm not too concerned about him helping the Bears defense in, in enough of a way that I'd want to not start Alvin Kamara. CeeDee Lamb at the Philadelphia Eagles. Over the last two games, Lamb has 19 receptions, 275 yards, two touchdowns. He's absolutely on fire. And the Eagles have led up the 10th most points to opposing wide receivers so far this season. So I think Lamb's going to have a big day. I also think Devontae Smith is going to have a big day versus the Dallas Cowboys. So A.J. Brown, he's been the one heating up out there in Philadelphia. But Smith has quietly begun to take off as well. He'll be coming off a seven-reception, 99-yard performance, and we'll get plenty of opportunities to go off on the Cowboys this week. Finally, T.J. Hawkinson at the Atlanta Falcons. Everyone's going to be doubting Hawkinson because Kirk Cousins is hurt. They'll like So, so we're going to have a lot of panicking managers all right i'm not concerned about it i think hawk will be okay i think his quarterback's gonna know to target is his, his best option especially now you know addison's a great option but his most safe option usually the tight end is in an area that's safer for the quarterback the atlanta defense has been allowing 15.2 points per game to opposing tight ends so i think hawkinson's gonna be fine don't panic Justin Herbert. So, so I'm starting my duds for the week. Justin Herbert at the New York Jets. Herbert has been good, but it's not been great. I expected Justin to take a step into the elite tier this season. That's just not been the case. This week, Herbert travels across the country. He'll face a relentless Jets defense. I look for this to be a low-scoring game. I, I don't want to touch Justin Herbert if I don't have to. Uh, Geno Smith at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have been on tear. This does not bode well for Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. The Ravens defense is only allowing an average of 13 points per game to opposing quarterbacks. I'm, I'm keeping Geno out of my lineups as well. Tony Pollard at the Philadelphia Eagles. At this point, Pollard could, could be a weekly dud. All right, coming into the week, it's the RB19 in the season. He'll be facing an Eagles defense that is stout against the run. I don't feel too secure about him. Aaron Jones versus the Rams. He's another player who could be considered a weekly dud. He's only found the end zone once this season, and he hasn't topped 40 rushing yards since week one. He had 41, so he barely topped 40 rushing yards. I don't feel comfortable starting him anywhere. Michael Pittman at the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers have quietly given up the fourth fewest points to opposing wide receivers this season. Pittman has taken a backseat to Josh Downs. I don't like Pittman's chances of being the player if any of the wide receivers do anything to get something done. Uh, Quinton Johnson at the New York Jets. Johnson finally had a performance of note after being quiet since being drafted 21st overall in the 2023 NFL draft. Does this mean it's time to slot Quinton Johnson into your wide receiver three role or your flex spot? No. It does not. <laughs> You're not doing that this week. The Jets are allowing the eighth fewest points to opposing wide receivers. Quinton Johnson, he'll be quiet in this one. Finally, Cole Komet, the New Orleans Saints. Komet is currently tight end seven on the season, averaging just above 10 points per game. This likely makes Komet a weekly start for whichever team he is rostered on. This week, I'm finding another starter. He plays in Komet on the bench. The Saints are only allowing an average of five points per game to opposing tight ends. So those are my dudes and duds for the week. You can check them out. Toiletsatitles.com as well as our NFL draft mock draft. We have weekly uh, top 10 per position, NFL draft player profiles, all of that other stuff, man. So we, 
we we've we've advertised for Patreon. We've advertised for the Yeti Cooler giveaway. We've done the Leprechaun card, Devon A Chain Mini Helmet giveaway. Is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap this thing up, my guy? I did learn a few things today. I learned that uh, what coaches, you learn? I learned that coaches dudes for this week are all on my three main leagues on my teams. So I'm fired up about this week. I feel like this is going to be a good week for me. Um, Hawkinson is going to be fine. I learned that from you. I learned that George lost at something else other than fantasy football for once. <laughs> and I uh, I wanted to be able to tell everybody happy Halloween. You guys know how much uh, this uh, this holiday means to us. Uh, it's you know it's family, it's candy, it's it's kids, it's uh, it's about having fun. And we we love horror movies. We've got the Frankenstein. So uh, happy Halloween to the listeners and the viewers and the followers. And thank you for all the subscriptions. And if you uh, if you if you want to give us a little bit of a treat, we're only like ten subscribers away from hitting nineteen hundred on YouTube. If you could maybe reach out to a friend or something and uh, and see if you can't help us uh, reach that nineteen hundred uh, by midnight tonight on Halloween, that would be pretty a pretty sweet treat for us. Man, that would be phenomenal. I imagine the count from uh, what was the count? Uh, Sesame Street doing the countdown at midnight. If, if we hit that, I'm going to hear that he's going to wake me up. Ha ha ha. And the bats are going to fly through my bedroom. That'd be very epic. But I appreciate everybody looking forward to. So so we're going from to the, from the season of fright and fun to the season of giving. So November's you know, here we're, we're right on the doorstep. I'm sure when you're listening to this episode, there's a good chance it is November. So Thanksgiving, we're going to be giving back to community. You guys make us, we'd be talking to each other. We'd be talking to each other anyway, but you guys in the gilded community, you know, watching the shows in the comments, in the giveaways, in the razzes, like all the fun stuff we're doing, it would mean nothing and be nothing if it wasn't for this title tribe community. So we appreciate you. And we're going to continue to show our appreciation throughout the month. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com backslash toilets titles, I won't be here next week. I'll be here in two weeks, but make sure you tune in and you listen really closely because Justin's going to be announcing the first word of the three word phrase that you will need to know in order to win that Yeti cooler giveaway. And if you listened, you better, you better zip it and lock it. You don't want to be telling anybody that word. Because if you do, you're hurting your chances of winning that cooler. So everybody, we'll catch you all later on. Be healthy, be safe, enjoy your Halloween, and uh, let's enjoy November. Good luck.